You're listening to the Filthy Fantasy Football Show. All right, everybody, welcome into another exciting episode of the Philly Fantasy Football Show. Safe space for all you foul mouth fantasy players out there. As always, it's your boys, King Josh, Josh the King, Big Realm, and the Fantasy Fish. What the fuck's going on, y'all? How's it going? So week one happened, came and went. I mean, I guess it's still technically happening because for some reason the Seahawks are leading the Denver Broncos, which no one predicted. But no, it's no, Somebody nobody predicted did. that. Maybe. Some better out there was like, fuck it, Denver. Take the contrarian pick. Yeah. You know what's funny? At the beginning of the game when everyone was booing Russell Wilson, it's like, he was traded. So, I don't I don't get it. Like, Listen, you're talking about asshole fans that are there drunk as a skunk. And it's like, they booed fucking... I can understand them actually booing Andrew Luck. Because he was, he did that like a fucking thief in the night. But yeah, man, booing, booing old Russ got, got you guys, got you guys a Super Bowl, man. What the fuck? He made that franchise relevant, right, dude? It's kind of fucked up. They probably never would have won a Super Bowl had they not had Russell Wilson. Granted, they had an amazing defense, but they needed an offense to get him over the top. But and then little little known fact about the NFL, the slipperiest balls belong in Seattle, I guess. I mean, I well, guess it's better than the deflatiest balls in New England. <laughs> but I'm I like it. I like it a lot. Um cool. So I guess uh we're going to go back for those of you that are new to the show. Thanks for joining us. I'll quote Colin Coward. Whoever however you're listening and wherever you're listening, thanks for making us part of your day. I like that. That's a good quote. Yeah. Even though I think That's Colin a Coward's a fucking turd. Well, somebody else probably wrote that shit for him. Come on now. That's true. Did you see Joy Taylor quit his show too? So like all the hot chicks just leave his show. Joy Taylor was an idiot. No, she's awful, but she's hot. I, yeah. Uh, yeah. But I mean, think about all the hot chicks that were on the show. We had Michelle Beadle. That's true. I do. Kristen Leahy. Hmm. And then Joy Taylor. So, like, next is going to be another hot chick that's going to leave him after a couple of years, too. Probably get tired of the sexual harassment. He, I bet he Deshaun Watson's girls. Oh. Nah. Not Colin. <laughs> I don't know, man. Ever since, ever since he left uh, ESPN and went to Fox, he's been kind of unruly. Going wild with it. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Dude, the Petros and Money show, all they do is make fun of Colin Cowards. There has to be some truth to it. I I, I honestly stopped listening to Colin years ago. I used to religiously listen to that shit. Yeah, and I did I too. Found out, and then I found out he's kind of just fucking, he's wishy-washy on shit and says two sides. There's always two sides to everything, so he can't be wrong. I mean, smart move, I guess, but I don't know, hard to listen to. Well, it's... It's how he changes his mind all of the time about players. He'd be like, oh, Baker Mayfield's yeah. a total bust. I've always said I loved Baker Mayfield. It's like, shut the fuck up. Right. Fucking exactly. on to you. All right, let's get into yeah, the news. You finally fucking figured it out. Good job, dude. You're late to the party. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. Starting off with the big news, Dak Prescott, he has dislocated something in his throwing hand. So he has to have surgery where they're going to be putting pins in needles and plates and shit in his hand. So he's expected to miss six to eight weeks. Cooper rush. They got to trade for Jimmy Garoppolo. He's going <laughs> to be bad. They got to do something else. They're man. in so much trouble anyways, though. They looked so terrible. Even when Dak Prescott was playing. Yeah, but they were, pl- you got to, re- they were playing such a good defense. Like it's eh, three points. You got to take it with I a mean, grain of salt. Like I know, I know Zeke didn't play well. I know Pollard played like shit. But you got to look at, I always kind of look at it as, okay, you lost your quarterback, even though it happened late, right? I didn't actually watch the game. Yeah, I think in like the, th- it happened in like the, the third, third, quarter. Quarter. third, end of yeah. the third or fourth, something like that. 
So it's like I, I don't thing, know. Though, I take I it with a grain it's of salt. A good team, I understand it's a good team, but like you got to be able to at least put up points against good defenses. You're just gonna go into the games and say oh, it's a wash. Like you can't. You're not gonna. <laughs> yes, they're gonna say we've we've been beaten already. There's no way we can move the ball on them. I just think that they lost a lot of pieces, and they might it might be more than just Tampa Bay's defense. Well, dude, that O line couldn't block words shit. I mean, one of you, one of you two fuckers, one of you two handsome fucks said something about their their record without Smith. Yeah, it's they're like three and it's three wins without him or something like that. (laughs) Like it's really fucking bad without Tyron Smith, Mm -hmm. and he's out for the year, right? So no matter how you, I believe so. Yikes! And now Dak's gone. Jesus. Well, so, I mean, if you're a Dallas fan or if you have a lot of the Dallas fantasy players, hold on to your butts, as the great Samuel L. Jackson said in Jurassic Park. Yeah. 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 You know, it's funny. This this has nothing to do with the show right now, but I'm getting a lot of notifications because there's a guy in a league I'm in where he's basically putting his entire roster on the trading block. And it's like, I fucking get it. You're trying to trade everybody. Just fucking stop. It's annoying. Sell the house, man. Yeah. All right, moving on. Um, Keenan Allen getting an MRI on his injured hamstring. Uh, They're saying that there's a possibility that he could play on the quick turnaround game to Thursday night, but I personally wouldn't count on it. Or even if he does play, I probably still wouldn't play him. I'm just worried. I'm really bummed, dude, because Keenan Allen was looking great up until he got hurt. I fucking called it. I said. I said draft Josh Palmer, though, because nobody else knew who this fucking guy was that was catching passes. No, well, fucking it was. was the uh, who was the other guy catching passes though? I'm I'm looking up right now. It's some fucking guy. I don't even know his fucking name. It's like Demarcus Robinson or something like that. Or I mean, that sounds about right, but it, I don't think it was Demarcus because it was a guy that I saw today and I'd never heard of him. I was like, who the fuck is that guy? <clears throat> it was oh, there you go, DeAndre Carter. That's the one. Yeah, that is correct. Yep. I don't know if I would clamp like. I mean, granted, we're going to talk about waivers towards the end of the show, but I don't know if I'd be like uh, like speeding to pick up DeAndre Carter just because I have never heard of this man ever. <laughs> He's been in the league since 2015, but he hasn't played in a game till 2018. So he sat on a practice squad for three years. So he's I'll pass. probably just the guy with most experience left over. They preferred that over a younger guy. I mean, I don't know. It's weird, though. I mean, when we get to pinks and stinks after news, it was just shocking to me the usage of wide receivers the Chargers went with after fucking Cat Allen. They spread the ball around down. a lot. They spread it around a lot, which is a good thing for football, but kind of sucks for fantasy. Yes. All right, moving on. Najee Harris with a foot injury, quote-unquote, should be fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, the scores, Jordan, Jordan Schultz was told the injury is not serious. Um, my, my problem is that, you know, he didn't play during overtime and he, you know, he wasn't able to come back. And then after the game, his foot was like, and ankle were heavily taped, but they're saying that there's a chance that, uh, that he'll probably play on Sunday or he could miss a game or two. So I haven't, there's been no clarification on what exactly on that. Jesus. Yeah, it's like he's either going to be fine or he might miss a game or two, but he's it's not serious. God, fuck. So just be aware of that. Elijah Mitchell, your boy on the San Francisco 49ers, uh, injured his knee. I think I read somewhere that it was a MCL sprain, and he's going to miss around two months. Yeah, that's no fucking good. It's kind of funny, all the early injured running backs, uh, the Falcons scratched Tyler Algier and the 49ers scratched uh, TDP. And in our group chat, we were all like, once all the injuries happen, like, this is why you don't scratch fucking play. Like, especially running backs, man. Like, you gotta let them ju- dress up for game day. Yeah, for real. Uh, Let's see. Chris Godwin, hamstring injury. Were you worried about that? They're saying he's likely he's going to miss some time. I'm not super worried about it, but yeah, it sucks he's going to miss time. Throw him on your eye. I mean, I felt like he was, yeah. 
I felt like he was already going to miss time. And now it's... Yeah, we're lucky we saw him now. Yeah, it just sucks, I think, as as a whole. That's all I have for injury news. Did I miss anything? I don't think so. Those were really the only big ones. Dak, uh, Eli Mitchell... And, and Najee. Allen. And Keenan Allen. Najee and Allen. Yeah, yeah. There were some defensive injuries. TJ Watt, but it's not really Oh, yeah. He yeah, tore but... his booby. Mm-hmm. He there tore his titty, there but they're some... saying he actually might not miss the season. Uh, he's not. He's supposed to miss. I think it came out today. He had, had surgery. I think they were saying six to eight weeks. He's Dude, those Watt boys. His titty. Yeah, they're just, good, their titties just there. aren't strong. Fucking JJ Watt's always fucking hurt. The only one that's been healthy is Derek Watt, and that's because he's little. Because JJ and TJ took all the nutrients and barely plays. Yeah, he's, say, a, he's a fucking he's fullback. That's true. When you don't play, you don't get hurt. <laughs> but all right, you know what? Oh, actually, one more. Uh, T Higgins was in the concussion protocol, so keep an eye on that. Um. Mm. Because, you know, the NFL has proven that head injuries are not that serious and that you can continue playing football immediately after. But just as a word of caution, just be aware that he was in the concussion protocol. So that's all I got for news. Yep. So with that being said, again, for those of you that have never been, that are new to our show, I'm sorry. I don't even know where I was going with that. For those of you that are new to the show. listening. Yeah, if you've never been listening, pretty soon you'll be visualizing it. You'll be seeing these sweet tits on camera. Rome will go topless too. Fuck yeah. Tits out <laughs> all day. Yeah, it's the best way to fantasy analyze. Anyways. Oh shit, the fucking Se- the Seahawks beat the Denver Broncos. I can't wait till we go over our league pick em. Pigs can pick them next week when we go over the week two. I don't want to do that. <laughs> Let's pass on that. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, we do we do a segment called Pinks and Stinks of the Week. Pink is a beautiful, wonderful, glorious color and place to be. Those are your good players of the week. And then you got your stinks, the shits, the ones that give you a poopy dick. It's not fun for anybody. So with that being said, Rome, why don't you get us kicked off with your first pink of the week. All right, let's get this shit kicked off here. And there's going to be a running trend with me. The fucking guys that you drafted to be guys fucking played like guys. They were dudes this week. And that's I appreciate that from the bottom of my heart, all of you. But we're going to start out with a quarterback here. Patrick motherfucking Mahomes was an absolute animal. He was 30 of 39 for 360 yards, five touchdowns, and no picks. Like this fucking guy, this is exactly why I picked him to be MVP. You know, I get it. It's it was it was just a fucking game against Arizona. <laughs> so what? Arizona's got some guys on defense, and he exposed them. I just think that this guy is going to continue this every week. The offense obviously hasn't fucking missed a beat, and I, I just I love what I see and hope I continue to see it every single fucking week. Well, you know, like you just said, you, you drafted Mahomes to be the stud, and he showed you why he's still the best quarterback in the NFL. So, with that being said, Fish, who was your first pink of the week? Yeah, I didn't get a quarterback in here because I'm a terrible co-host. But my first <laughs> pink of the week here, I'm just going to be a homer right off the bat. Michael Thomas, I think he's back. He had five targets, four receptions. For 57 yards and two touchdowns. The big thing is, he didn't even play every snap. He, I think he played about 60%. I can look, but um, he is just regular, good old Michael Thomas. Like he looked exactly the same. He played 61% of snaps. Once he gets more, even more usage, and him and Jameis get on on pace with each other. You know, there was a couple throws that were missed. The timing was off. They seemed to pick it up towards the end and. This is a guy you drafted probably as your third or fourth wide receiver. You know, two touchdowns, oh, yeah. 50 yards. is great at that spot. I mean, a lot of people drafted Thomas late, so you know they're fucking dancing in their, their happy shoes this week. I mean, he had an absolutely outstanding game. Uh, I actually copied Rome's trend, and I picked a quarterback this week. 
I went with one that I thought I would never, ever, ever, ever pick. Carson Wentz. God damn, man. He actually looked pretty good. He was 27 to 41 for 313 yards. He threw three picks, but he threw four touchdowns. I mean, God damn. He's the quarterback three on the week. So, I mean, and then, you know, spoiler alert for those of you with the DAC injury, you're freaking out. Carson Wentz is playing Detroit next week. So, just an FYI. Yeah. All right, moving on, Rome. Who else did you like this week? All right, moving on to running back here, and it's a guy that I've been relatively high on because he's fucking back, baby. Just like just like Fish said with Michael Thomas, I think Saquon Barkley fucking stole the show. Fucking ran 18 times for 164 yards and a tub. Six for seven uh, through the air for 30 yards. That's great. In a full point PPR, even fucking doper. And they got that two-point conversion at the end to win the fucking game. Like, this fuck, he looked good, man. He came back and just looked good. Again, and this is this is a guy a lot of people got at fucking value. I just, you know, I fucking traded him for goddamn Watson in my dynasty league. I'm feeling, I'm feeling saucy right now. I'm loving what I'm seeing from old uh, Saquon Bark. Well, what I liked about Barkley too, though, is he actually his speed looked back. Like he actually looked fast and explosive. So that was uh, that was impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, my running back pink. Oh, I'm sorry, Fish. I skipped you. Go ahead, Fish. Who is your pink of the week? It's all good. My running back pink of the week here. I have I have four because I'm a bad co-host. Like I said, I didn't pick a tight end. <laughs> They were all studs, <laughs> so I get it. That's okay. So I'll just cover the first one here. We'll see if we get to the next ones. But DeAndre Swift, right where you drafted him at the end of the first round, you got that top running back performance out of him. 15 carries in 144 yards with three receptions for 31, one touchdown. Dude, 144 yards on only 15 carries is unreal. And there were times where he they gave – uh. Williams a touchdown, which is even more promising for Swift because he might get those every once in a while. Now, Williams is uh-huh. going to get a lot of – sneak some work from him, but if Williams didn't sneak that, he would have had two, three touchdowns this game. It would have been a feast. I love DeAndre and Swift. I'll let so you good. segue to yours because yours is sex. It's great. <laughs> I knew you would Renfro like this one, some but... Shit. If Hunter Renfro does some shit like he did this week, Next next week, then we might be breaking up, and I might be dating this guy instead. Got a new boyfriend? Maybe. I went we'll with the, close. I went with James Robinson. I mean, granted, not like the most impressive stat line, but my my thing is coming back from an injury. Everyone talked about the Travis Etienne show, but I mean, this guy came in and looked the part. He he was more efficient, better, more explosive, despite a, an Achilles injury. Over Travis Etienne, he went 11 carries for 66 yards and a touchdown, and he caught one ball for three yards and a touchdown. I mean, everyone thought he was done. Everyone sold James Robinson. You know, you're drafting him in like the goddamn eighth or ninth round in leagues. Some some people even later just because they're like, well, it's the Etienne show. He looked better. And, and then I, I jokingly tweeted out that, you know, all the Cam Akers managers are just praying that they, you know, James Robinson can do it, so can Cam. But he, dude, Robinson yeah, looked good. He actually looked really good. I don't think yeah. Cam can do it. I think James Robinson was a lot better to begin with. But um, yeah, I love it. I'm a James Robinson fan, big time. If Jacksonville could have won that game if they ran the ball more, because ETN only had like four carries or six carries for like he averaged 11 yards a carry, and James I mean, Robinson averaged six yards a carry. And there was an overthrown reception touchdown at ETN could have caught had Trevor Lawrence been a better quarterback, but you know, either way, Robinson was just the better running back yesterday, just plain and simple. So Rome, who else did you love this week? All right. I got another pink here for you. And it's a guy that look, I think we all kind of knew what this was going in. It started off looking pretty fucking bleak for old Jamar chase. Uh, His offense was just pitiful, absolutely pitiful. Burrow was completing more passes to the fucking defense and fumbling the ball away. It was a fucking shit show. 
yet Jamir, yet Jamar Chase still gets fucking 16 targets, makes 10 catches, 123 or 129 yards, excuse me, and a touchdown to fucking essentially should have won the game had McPherson and I guess they lost their holder or whatever. But come on, dude, make your fucking extra point, bro. Y'all should have won the game instead of fucking losing. And nobody wanted to win that game. But that's not taken away from what Jamar Chase was able to do on the day. And I just I love the reason he's he's my pink because there are plenty of great fucking wide receivers this week. But the reason he's my fucking pink is just the target share that this man is going to get. Plus, if Higgins is out for an extended amount of time with that concussion, sweet baby Jesus. I'm all in on Chase. 16 targets is beautiful. Yeah, it was good. All right, Fish, who else did you like? Yeah, my next guy is going to be – I'm actually going to go to the bottom of my list here, guys. Cordell Patterson. You know, we didn't know what was how the workload was going to be split, and then that was answered for us with an injury. And then after that, Cordell just went off. 22 carries, 120 yards, a touchdown, three receptions on five targets for 16 yards. So he's getting plenty of targets out of the backfield. I don't know if he could sustain it, but for this week, if that's what you got from Cordell, that's that's great. Absolutely. it was. I almost feel like I should apologize to Cordell Patterson. <laughs> For some of the shit that I've been spewing well, about, I think him. I think the thing is, is I still feel like I still feel like he's a sell high candidate because I don't know if he'll be able to last the whole year. I think he'll be good when healthy, but will he be able to last? Like if you're yeah. selling him, you got you got to understand that you're selling points in the expectation that they're going to eventually fall off. Yeah, yeah, I'm still skeptical of him. He had an outstanding game, looked good. I think it also helps that they have a running quarterback. With Marcus Mariota, um, dude, they were running the option. It was looking great, exactly. But I just he fell apart at the end of the year and actually cost teams potent like playoff runs just because he was so dominant for you know five six weeks, maybe longer. I I don't know the numbers off the top of my head, but all I remember is in the fantasy playoffs he did shit mm-hmm. and. I don't know, dude. If I had if I had Patterson on my team, I'd probably try to trade him right now. I'd get him for maybe James Robinson plus something, you know. Yeah. Because fuck it, why not? Uh, my my next pink of the week. Another, you know, fucking hey, Justin Jefferson, man. Nine for nine on nine catches on eleven targets for one hundred eighty four yards and two touchdowns. I just can't believe how fucking wide open he was. He had like that. <laughs> 64 yard catch or whatever, where he just was like standing by himself. And, you know, Mr. Missionary Sex, Kirk Cousins got it to him. He was wide open a lot of times. A lot of times. Dude, you know, and Green Bay has a good defense, but just they look silly out there, man. Jefferson was just running all over the place. The O line was able to give, you know, Kirk Cousins enough time. But like I said, the fact that Jefferson had like a 50-yard touchdown or or whatever it was, it was like, dude, like how do you leave this man open? And he's – and, 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 and I he, remember – And he makes contested catches. He had some contested catches where I was like, how did you even catch that? Yeah, well, even Jefferson said preseason that he was going to show everyone that he's the best wide receiver in football, and that's a very big statement right there. I mean, catching almost everything thrown his way and capitalized 184 yards and two touchdowns. I yeah, fucking man. love it. And I'm so mad at a guy in our home league because Jefferson should have fallen to me at number six <laughs> overall. But no, no, he did not. He went at five. I mean, you could have taken any one of those other wide receivers that y'all let fall to fucking 12 and 13 that are sitting on my roster tearing it up. That's true. That's true. Do you want Najee Harris? <clears throat> His foot's, his foot's okay. He's either going to miss nothing or two, three weeks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> could, could be back tomorrow. Could miss a month. Who the fuck yeah. knows, really? But it's worth a shot. <laughs> All right, Rome, who was your next uh, pink of the week? All right. So listen up here. I know I hate the position. It's well documented, even though I am one. Uh, but I put a tight end. I might as well do it all year. Uh, I, You know what I like, again? I brought it up earlier. I like the fact that the guys that you drafted to be the fucking guys went out and, and were the guys. Travis Kelsey, 
eight for nine or eight receptions on nine targets for 121 yards and a touchdown. Like most people from a tight end, you're going to want what 50 yards and a touchdown. That's all you need. And this motherfucker is like, I'll give you two of that. Let's get out here and do this shit. He's the man. I think it moving forward, that offense is going to be pretty fucking good. I'm excited for it. Anybody that was worried about, you know, the Kansas City pass catchers in that offense when they lost Tyreek Hill, have no fear. Travis Kelsey's still here. For real. Fucking Tom Brady of yeah, tight ends over there. there. All right, Fish, who else did you love this week? Yeah, the next guy I love is, you know, somebody I'm not, you know, it's like, well, maybe you should apologize to him, but uh, Clyde Edwards-Lair. Seven carries, not very many. Only 42 yards, also not very many. Three targets for 32 yards for two touchdowns. What I like about Clyde Edwards-Lair is they're targeting him in the red zone, and he got two touchdowns out of it now. On a high-powered offense, you the, he has the potential to be like what James Conner was last year. Like, mm-hmm. not rushing for 100 yards every game, but one, two touchdowns a game. Yeah, finding that because the way they're using sure. Yeah. Exactly. I, I almost exactly. made Clyde my one of my running back pink just because he – I mean, his volume was low, but his – but he, you know, capitalized on it's not. Work. It's not sexy, but he's being used in the spots exactly. where you want that flex level running back to be used. Exactly. Right? But I also think that it's going to elevate. His usage is going to elevate. Why would he be out there when they're beating the living shit out of a out of a porous Arizona team? They yeah, they took I him agree. out and they put fucking Pacheco in there or whatever the fuck that guy's name is. That, that's why that Pacheco that guy scored got so much play. Yeah, he scored against again. But I don't think he's I don't think he's nearly as good as what everybody thought he was gonna be. I think he just got a lot of fucking work at the end when they didn't need their starters out there. I told you guys Arizona's gonna be a mess. This is how it starts. Yeah. All right, then my uh my my last pink of the week is the tight end position. Gerald Everett, three catches, four yards, fifty four yards and a touchdown. What have we said? Every time you want a tight end, if you don't get like the Kelsey's, Kittles, and Wallers, you want a guy to get you fifty yards and a touchdown and that's exactly what Everett did. Although I will say this, Everett looked really good. Uh, looks like Justin Herbert trusts him, which is important if you you know you want your quarterback to trust you. Uh-huh. And then to top it off, Keenan Allen's out on a short week. Everett might he very well could have carved himself a role in this offense that he might get more targets and stuff. And Absolutely. you know he's an, he's an athletically talented tight end. He's actually a very good tight end is just, you know, he's been, he was buried on the Rams um, offense for a couple of years when they had, you know, Cooper cup, Robert Woods and Tyler Higby and whatever running back they were running out there. So, you know, he got buried on that. Then he went to Seattle last year where they just never seemed to use him for some fucking reason. And I don't know. I, I think Gerald Everett's a, a, a definitely someone you might want to pick up or at least consider picking up. So, yeah. Um, with that being said, that's our pinks of the week. Although fish had one more. If you want to talk about them, fish. Oh, sure. I'll touch them real quick. It's almost the same situation situation as CEH, but this one's like a little more random explosiveness. Kareem hunt. He had 11 carries, which was a lot more 46 yards, a touchdown. And then caught four receptions on four targets for 24 yards and another touchdown. I think that, until Deshaun Watson's back, they're going to be using these running backs pretty heavily. And I think even when he's back, you know, he may suck some work, but I think Kareem Hunt's going to be a, another sneaky, like, flex-level running back. You think yeah. he gets traded? Kareem Hunt. I know this was – it was talked about prior to the season. I mean, right now, it's possible. he's hotter, hotter than ever. Two touchdowns look good. I don't know. A lot of people need a running back at this point, Niners. <laughs> They kind of need one. They kind of need that change of pace guy there in Cleveland, though. You see, Dearness Johnson's going to do it instead. No, I think Dearness Johnson's a piece of shit. <laughs> then why would did you, you spend like sixty two dollars on him on waivers? Uh, I plead the fifth. <laughs> All right. Well, fair. With the, the good, there always comes the bad. 
So there are some absolute shitty performances. And uh, unfortunately, this was this was hard to pick from right here. Well, because basically every early morning slate game was a shit game. It wasn't really good until the afternoon. They a lot of those games turned around towards the end, but it's week one. It's going to be sloppy here and there. That's true. Got to shake the cobwebs. Yeah. All right. Rome. Who shit the bed? All right, let's go ahead. I'm going to fucking reverse this and talk about the just the shittiest of the beds. He shit all over this bed, and I'm going to kick it all the way back to fucking Thursday because Dawson Knox sucked a fucking high hard one. One catch on two targets for five yards. Now, I'm, I was not high on him. He didn't even get drafted, really, in our home league. But still, I know he's drafted. I know people were looking at him as a as a weapon and to get fucking two targets and only get five yards out of that shit. I just, I don't see it moving forward. I can't see this at all. You know, he may catch a one-off touchdown here and there, but God, just bad, really bad week. Yeah, that was a, especially for a team that like absolutely smoked the Rams offense. Dawson Knox was just not used. All right, Fish, who hurt your feelings? A lot of people hurt my feelings. A lot of them. <laughs> um, I didn't pick a tight end, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw a tight end in there just because this is courtesy director Russ. This is his pick, and I think it's a damn good pick. I think a lot of these are that we have on this board here, though. Um, Kyle Pitts. You know, pick, people picked up Pitts in, like, the fourth round, fifth round. Sometimes some third. Earlier, maybe. Yeah. yeah, I've seen him and, go in the second. And now he scored barely any points. Two receptions for 19 yards. He had seven targets, so that's promising. He played 84% of snaps. But 2.9 points from a tight end, when that's that's your ride or die for the season at the position. You're not going to drop him. That's not good. Yeah, that's awful. Um. I guess if we're going in reverse order, I'll go with mine. Uh, my tight end stink was Cole Komet in an awful game. Just pouring rain. Very boring. A very boring game. Like, you could you could have fallen asleep during it. Cole Komet, only one target. I'm not... Okay, I will say, I'm not trying to freak... Like, I'm not freaking out if I'm the Cole Komet manager just because... The weather was absolute shit. Apparently, they just put new grass in like the week before in Soldier Field. And that thing was just soaked. It was like a goddamn lake out there. But I mean, yeah, you could see it in the game. People were sliding around. Water was splashing around and shit. Yeah. So, I mean, but Cole Komet, just to get one target, just fucking sucks. Especially because last year, I think he was like the number. He's in like the top. 10 for sure in terms of tight end targets and usage. So to just see such a fucking horrible outing, it's just like, meh. But I, I chalk it up to weather. So yeah, it's a little bit of that. It's concerning slightly, but there was only 17 pass attempts by Justin Fields. Yeah. So, so it's, it's like kind of like ended up. Yeah, it was a weird game. Yeah. All right, Rome, who else hurt your feelings? All right, moving on here. Guy that hurt my feelings. A lot of this is just because I feel like there was so much production by his uh, better half. Adam Thielen, I think, had a rough day. He had four targets, made only three catches for 36 yards. And I guess I was just, when I look and think about this offense, I I just know they're going to want to throw the ball more. So I think it's going to still be okay for Adam Thielen. It was just a really rough week. And when you look at it in comparison to what Jefferson was capable of, I, yeah, I just don't like it. Yeah, that was. Especially yeah, a game where they were just spreading around. Right. Exactly. Well, and he wasn't being targeted. Like, he only got four targets in the whole game. That's it's not enough targets Mm-mm. for yes. production. I mean, it is. You can, but you want to see, like, a little more targets to balance out the consistency of all right, Fish, what about you? Who, who do you hate? Or not hate. Who who'd you, who grossed you out this week? Oh, I might start hating him. 
I might. Um, my receiver that I hate, Mike Williams, man. Four targets, caught the ball two times for ten yards. I don't. I don't even know what else I have to say. The the offense was was doing well. They were they were putting yards up, scoring touchdowns, and Mike Williams was just not a part of it. Keenan Allen went down. Mike Williams still not a part of it. Man, well, especially like with uh, like I, like we were kind of saying earlier when we were talking about the 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 Chargers game was just in a game where Keenan Allen gets hurt. You think they target Mike Williams, the man they just paid a lot of money. to to fucking be the stud, but you, you don't. I don't know. The wide receiver that hurt my feelings this week, and he hurt my feelings all off season. And I talked about how I don't really like him, but I do like him, but I don't. DJ Moore, He's an asshole. Yeah, uh, six targets for three catches and forty three yards. He did have one carry for seven yards, but I don't give a shit about that. It was just, you know, everyone talked about how how. Uh, Baker Mayfield's the best quarterback he's gonna he's played in his career and all this blah blah blah. Fucking Robbie Anderson's the wide receiver you want to roster in Carolina. Like the shit is that. No, he did bad too because he just got one big play touchdown. Dude, Carolina's in trouble. Baker Mayfield should be an upgrade from last year. And last year they started falling apart. They started a little bit strong, but they're in trouble. They they look bad all around. McCaffrey had a bad game. Baker Mayfield didn't do that well. I mean, McCaffrey didn't have a bad game, but like not what <laughs> well, you for, want. No, for his standards, it's a bad game. Yeah, and he played the whole damn game. He was healthy. Right. They they, look, they are in trouble. Is there any uh, injury news on him? Nothing. He actually he's unscathed. Yeah, he's fine. Beautiful. For now, he'll probably come back yeah. with an injury tomorrow. Hey, no, no, I don't no. know. Next thing you know, they're going to be like he hurt his thumb. He's paralyzed. He fell down the stairs. <laughs> he listened to this show and his feelings can. are too hurt to play. That's what it is. He hangs out with the Watt boys too much. It's made him weak. <laughs> He's busy banging supermodels and he just, you know. All right, Rome. Who else hurt your feelings this week? All right, listen. Moving on to this running back spot. I Listen, It's people want to say it. On this show, they want me to say it. They want me to say Zeke, but I'm, I'm not gonna. Zeke Zeke did not make my stinks. I think the team is in trouble, but I think they're going to rely heavily on Zeke so I can still see some merit. He still did, played better than Pollard. But who my actual stink is, is a guy that I thought was going to be running the ball into the ground, which was Josh Jacobs. He only had 10 rushes for 57 yards one catch on one target for 16. I, I mean, I know the writing was kind of on the wall. I think we all talked about it of what's going to happen. Unfortunately, I think we're seeing it with Josh Jacobs. He's not going to be the guy They're They're going to go in a different direction. I just, I don't know. Who do you want? If anybody there, would you, t- do you want Zamir White or Brandon Bolden? Cause they were using Brandon Bolden, some critical roles, well, Bolden but I wonder if they're just waiting bit, for white. Who's Bolden that? hurt his hamstring. Yeah, Bolden got a little banged up. But I also feel like, I mean, 10, 10 carries, it's not the worst, but it's just like, God, you just want more from a guy who's, he's still so young. He's like 24. Get out, like, give him the ball, let him run around and do some fucking things, you know? I think he can, he can still salvage this season. I just, I don't know if he even makes it past the trade deadline, personally speaking, but. Yeah, that's that's what I got for uh, for my running back stink. But who you got, Fish? Yeah, I got piggybacking on the last one here, Austin Eckler. Mm. Again, this this offense was was doing fine, but the guys you'd think to be producing weren't the ones producing. Austin Eckler had fourteen carries for thirty six yards. Kind of salvaged it with four receptions for another 36 yards. Made it not like a real terrible game, but that's not, you need more from someone you drafted and probably the top five picks of your draft. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my running back stink by all means is not necessarily a bad game. It's just something I want to point out. It's Derek Henry, 21 carries for 82 yards. 
But the reason why I say Derrick Henry was because he got straight up bullied on a couple tackles, whereas in the old days, he would have just ran right through their dick hole. And I mean, I saw a tackle where he got decleated and just fucking fell on his fucking head. And that offense just kind of struggled, especially against like a bad Giants team, which they should have dominated. I mean, four yards of carry isn't awful. But it's just, I I mean, 21 carries you like to see. 82 carries is, is still good. I'm sorry, 82 yards is still good. If he had a touchdown, that would have been great. But it's just, on some of these lesser games, they need to take advantage of that. And it just didn't happen, hmm. you know. I get you. I think the Titans' defense is better than people give them credit for. And it's I possible. Derrick Henry's going to be just fine. I mean, Titans deep, Titans won their division last year, right? That was most mostly because AJ Brown and their defense. Yeah, and Derrick now, Henry. <laughs> the real stink running back of the week is Ezekiel Elliott. He had ten carries for fifty-two yards. Granted, five point two yards a carry, but that offense is in trouble. One catch for minus three yards, which is yucky, Rome. That's very yucky, and that offense is going to be bad. So. Fuck you. Director Ross Listen. wanted Zeke. There you go. <laughs> he wasn't nearly as bad as the running back that Fish has down there. A guy, a guy that ev- the guy that everybody wants to fucking try the to guy, trade right now. The guy that... The He's guy still that, worse uh, than Jacobs. Uh, no, not the one I have. The one I have was, wor- was worse than Jacobs. Zeke, you're right, was worse than Jacobs. The one I have here... You know, there's a lot of people riding this train that he's going to be the guy. Cam Akers, three carries, zero yards, got called out by his coach for basically being a lazy piece of shit. He's he's not, he's in trouble, I think. You know, if the only thing that might save him is that back running back getting hurt. But I don't even know if that's going to save him. It probably won't. But. All right, Rome, you got a quarterback that hurt your feelings. Who hurt your feelings? I mean, he didn't hurt my feelings because I fucking hate the Packers. But Aaron Rodgers just looked like fucking dick cheese out there. 22 for 34 for less than 200 yards, 195. No touchdowns and one pick. He, I don't know what happened in the game plan here, but he seemed to refuse to use his running backs, which I think, uh, at least I personally thought they were going to be the wide receiver ones on the team because of their serious lack of uh, any kind of wide receiver help on that team. I, I look at I look at Romero Dobbs and I think okay maybe a year away Watson same thing Watkins uh, I, I don't know I was expect I guess I was expecting from Watkins like 150 yards three touchdowns like he normally does in week ones and then that never fucking came it just it was a shitty game maybe maybe Minnesota is real maybe Fish's fucking pick. Doesn't yeah, they're going to win the Super Bowl. Doesn't seem so fucking out of left field. I don't know. They look good, man. Although, to be fair, Christian Watson just dropped a touchdown that all he had to do yeah, was just keep running. Did. And I was like, I was like, well, that's one way to get on fucking salty chap ass Aaron Rodgers' shit list for the rest of the fucking year when he places one right in your goddamn hands. Like the most, you know, the most catchable ball. That's a guaranteed touchdown. There's a but, lot of receivers that would have caught that shit with their eyes closed. Yeah. You know, like actual real life pro receivers that are good enough to just feel it and catch it with their eyes closed. Hunter Renfro would have caught that. He sure would have, even though he wouldn't have got targeted. Yeah, he almost made my stink list. Yeah, he should have been on mine, honestly. Hard to put your boyfriends on there. Yeah, it is. But my quarterback, that's the stink. Matt Stafford. Um, Cooper Cup had a great game, but Cooper Cup was all he had the whole time. He threw a touchdown, three interceptions. I know they're playing the Bills. 41 attempts and completed about 75% of them, so that's not terrible. But I don't know. I think that this team's a little bit out of sorts. I, I do think they're going to be in trouble. 
I'm slightly worried about Matt Stafford's elbow over the course of the season, and it's not off to a good start. Yeah, my uh, my quarterback stink of the week is Trey Lance. Well deserved. Granted, granted the weather was bad, but I'm not even just blaming it all on the weather. He just, I mean, I do like the 13 carries for 54 yards. That's pretty nice. But, you know, fucking 13 of 28 for 164 yards in a touch or um, interception. It's fucking gross. It's fucking gross. He should be ashamed of himself. He's the quarterback 29 in fantasy right now. There's only 32 teams in the NFL. So, yeah, I uh, listen. I watched that whole game and my comments to, to one of my buddies was Lance licks toes. He is elephant ass juice. And he is camel dick cheese. Look, I'm just saying I didn't like what I saw. Okay, it was bad. As a 49er fan, do you think that they're really going to try to ride this train out? Or do you think he's, once they're 0-4, that they're going to give the reins back to Jimmy? How can you? Like, at this point, at this point, the fact that he's still there, I understand it opens up the dialogue. But they gave up three fucking first-round picks for this guy. You, like... Yeah, but you have to at least. But I mean, then everyone's fired in the front office. Exactly. Like at this point, fucking write it out with him. They're gonna be fired. (laughs) All get fired together. (laughs) All get fired together. Lynch, bye. Shanahan, bye. Uh, Fucking anybody else, bye. I really think the 49ers can be playoff contender if Garoppolo played. I don't feel the same with Lance. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was just gross. All right. Well, we already talked about some of the players we loved and hated this week. Now let's talk about some players that you need to target on your waiver wire. Uh, I'll tell you what, uh, Rome, why don't you talk about, I don't know. Who do you want to talk about? I'll just hit Go these ahead and top get us started. Four. I'll, I'll hit these top four guys real quick for you. Okay. Listen, I'm interested in Carson Wentz. I know you brought it up earlier, Josh. It, he's available in 87% of Yahoo leagues. The man you the man can probably get out there and at least win you some games. If you're in the Dak Prescott, if you're a Dak Prescott casualty, if you're any other fucking, maybe a Trey Lance casualty, because I don't know if that's going to turn around. I might want to look in a different direction. I'm not saying Wince is all that, but I'm, I'm more than willing to put a $1 to $4 fab bid on him and just hope that he can keep it going. Carson Wentz is not a bad quarterback. Uh, People need to understand he was an MVP candidate before he got hurt. He's a very good player and he's got good players around him. He's got McLaurin and he's got this next guy that I've been harping on since fucking last year. Jahan Dotson fucking is a stud. Jahan Dotson came out there. Incredible. He looked incredible. He caught two fucking touchdowns. He's obviously got a connection with Wentz. He's available in 77% of Yahoo leagues. I'm more than willing to put in at least three to five fab dollars, maybe more to get this guy, because I do think he's going to be a part of that offense. I mean, I just think he, him and Wentz together, especially if you lock both of them up, fuck do it. Jump all over that. The next guy I've got, and it's just a throw in here is Cordell Patterson. He's only available in 10% of Yahoo leagues. Listen, that should be full after this week. People are going to go out and they're going to pick this fucker up because it just makes sense to do so. Even if it's just as fucking trade bait as you guys discussed earlier, pick him up, get him out there. I'm willing to spend maybe five to 10, just, just as a possibility of what you can get in return and what you can get if you play him. I mean, to me, it just makes sense. You know, and the, the other guy, I didn't put this guy on here, but I'll talk about him because I think it does make sense. And I'll even touch on fucking your tweet, Josh. Is Devin Duvernay the guy you mm-hmm. want in Baltimore? Maybe he fucking is. Devin, du- people forget Devin Duvernay. He's a good player, man. You know who he is going to be? He's going to be what Hollywood Brown was in that offense because he's a he's a young, deep ball. That's what he was at Texas. That's what he came in to be and then got beat out by Hollywood Brown, which is a given. Hollywood Brown's a fucking stud. But Devin Duvernay can be just as good. That is something that 
at all else, you're not going to ask Lamar Jackson to go out and make reads, but he can chuck the ball up there with the best of them. Let him do his thing. Devin Duvernay is available in 69% of leagues. He's just readily available. You can go out and get him. I mean, I'd probably be willing to put uh, same as Wentz, maybe one to four, five in there. I, I think that he can definitely, he can definitely make a little splash for you. Yeah, well, I even said it on Twitter because some guy was just kind of like, you know, basically just like troll laughing, and I said, you know, hey, I'm being a little bit cheeky, but honestly. Lamar Jackson has been able to have two fantasy relevant wide receivers on his offense. And plus dude, some of these deeper leagues, he might be worth the bench stash. And if you can get him on waivers for five bucks or less, do it. Fucking do it. I I mean, can't be much worse out there. And he looks good. He looks good. So, I mean, why the fuck not? And if, TJ Watts titty exploded and he's out for a few weeks. You know, Baltimore is going to be out there trying to claim uh, the AFC. And plus, you know, Cincinnati didn't look particularly good. So why the fuck not? Mm-hmm. Agreed. All right. Fish, you want to talk about some wide receiver? Uh, yeah, some wide receiver waiver pickups they got out there. Yeah, I think there's quite a few that I'm pretty excited about here. The first one being Curtis Samuel, you know, he was being used quite a bit in that game. 11 targets, you had eight receptions, only 55 yards, being a touchdown, but he seems to be that, that third receiver. Like it's, you know, and like you guys said, Carson Wentz, he's spreading the ball around. He was throwing for touchdowns. He's playing Detroit next week. I like that one a lot. This next one, I'll, I'll bring him up. I'm not the most sold on him, but I, I know Josh. I think I think you're a little more excited about him. Robbie Anderson. He did have eight targets, five receptions, for 102 yards and a touchdown. My only knock is that's what you're expecting from him is 100 yards and a touchdown because he's getting these plays where it's just a broken play and he's wide open, broken coverage, and he gets a touchdown. But his production beyond that can be hit and miss still always worth it um next guy up josh palmer you know with Allen going down palmer didn't get the most targets in that last game but he played 75 percent of snaps four targets three receptions he only had five yards but like i said this is really just if keenan allen's gonna miss time here and then last but not least we said that on a previous show this guy might be the guy to own here in New York, but Corey Davis, he looked the part. He's got nine targets, six receptions, 77 yards. You know, if he snuck into the end zone, that would have been a pretty great game for third wide receiver. Absolutely. And then, you know, these guys, Curtis Samuels, 95% available. Robbie Anderson, 89. Josh Palmer, 80. Corey Davis, 94. All these guys are someone you can get in most leagues. And I think they're all worth you know, with the exception of maybe Palmer, depending upon how long Allen's out, I'd say I maybe I'd pay up a little for that one just because the offense. But the rest of them, I pay I pay one to three. In Palmer, I maybe I may go five. Yeah, well, Corey Davis, he was actually the most fantasy relevant wide receiver on the roster. He had the second the I'm excuse me, he was tied for the second most targets on the offense. So like you know, I jokingly said last week like, hey, maybe Corey Davis is the wide receiver you want to have. I don't necessarily think he is, but I mean, if all the focus is going to Elijah Moore and Garrett Wilson, got to throw to somebody, Garrett Wilson or um, Corey Davis, you know, coming up smelling like roses. All right. I'm going to talk about some running backs that you need to pick up. First off, Jalen Warren, he's available in 96% of leagues. Now disclaimer, we use the Yahoo uh, percentages because sleeper is a massive dynasty and keeper thing. So like they're, roster percentage is thrown off because Jalen Warren is 96% available in Yahoo leagues, but he's rostered in like 90 some percent leagues in sleeper. So, but it's neither here nor there. Jalen Warren covered 100% of the running back touches. Once Harris went down, uh, Snell wasn't even used Derek Watt. I don't even know if he's still on the team. So Jalen Warren's the guy, uh, granted, he didn't do anything because you know they were 
trying to win. They're you know trying to not go to overtime. But Mike Tomlin likes to have one running back. So if Harris is out, it's Jalen Warren. You know, he might not be as good as Najee Harris, obviously, but I mean, and I would definitely spend up on this guy. I'm not saying drop a hundred percent of your fab, but you know, I don't know, ten to seventeen bucks, maybe. Does that sound fair? Does that sound too high? Yeah, you're not gonna you're not gonna get the whole year out of him like happened last year. So you know, once you say his name, that's that's the only thing that would limit me because I th- I think people may pay more, but you're only going to get part of the season. In uh, maybe he might get taken over. Rome looks like he's in deep contemplation right now, just in like Zen mode. It was <laughs> another running back I want to talk about is Jeff Wilson. Um, with Mitchell out, Wilson's next man up. Uh, was it Ty Davis price? He might get more involved in the offense with, uh, with Mitchell being out. Cause he was a healthy scratch, but Wilson is the next man up. He knows the offense, but Wilson's available in 84% of leagues. Pick up, t- pick up TDP too. Just because who knows Wilson's made of glass too. This becomes the same mess as last year. Cause they also got that Mason guy that they're really high on that. They refuse to cut. They, they, they cut Michael Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's the same problem as last year. They had like four running backs, and who the hell knows who they'll pick. I think Wilson's going to be the guy. They pretty much showed us that at the end of the last game. Yes. But with TDP inactive, we'll see. What, what if he's activated, you know, and he's the guy? Yeah. I'd say I'd say nab either one of them and hope you hope you hit the right one. Mm-hmm. And then another another running back, maybe this more like a bench stash, but he was kind of the hero last year when Derrick Henry went down as Dontrell Hilliard. I mean, granted, he only had two carries for eight yards. He had three catches for 61 yards, but he had two touchdowns. So, I mean, if, if he's kind of like the pass-catching running back, Hilliard very well could work himself into flex appeal, you know, and, and he's available in 93% of Yahoo leagues right now, so he's definitely out there. So you could easily pick him up. Um, Ty Montgomery on the New England Patriots, he is 100% available, so fucking no one has him. He's listed as a wide receiver, but he is in the pass-catching role, and uh, he out-touched... Uh, I'm sorry, reading the wrong line. But, I mean, he's available out there, um, especially in that James White role, which is very valuable in that offense. You know, he had three catchers, 15 yards, and a touchdown. You know, New England does like to pass to the running backs. So that, that, that could be something big. And Rex Burkhead, he outtouched Pierce two to one. Um, he's available in eighty-seven percent of leagues. No one is looking forward to sexy Rexy Burkhead, but I mean, we talked about it when we were doing the matchup breakdown that Damian Pierce, he's probably going to be a slow start, and it was. He, you know, he outtouched him and was more efficient and better. So Burkhead might be the guy moving forward for a little bit. Yeah. And yeah, then to bring it home, I will talk about Gerald Everett. He's available in seventy-five percent of leagues. If uh, Keenan Allen is out, you're going to want to pick up Gerald Everett. But even if he's not out, I think you just want to pick up Gerald Everett, period. I I, I think he's going to be relevant all year. Yeah, I can see it. Cool. Anything else you guys want to talk about? Nah. No. (laughs) Saints made a comeback against the Falcons. 49ers lost. To the Bears. And the Chargers <laughs> ruined our prediction of the Raiders winning. Yeah, yeah I fucked it up. I think the only fucking one I Chargers. got right was the fuck you guys both picked the Bengals and I picked the Steelers in the world's worst finish to a game. Yeah, no shit. If Evan McPherson could kick the ball, we'd be speaking differently right now. <laughs> I'm gonna blame uh I'm gonna blame the snapper and the holder. That's fine, you can go that route. He listen. It it's what happened. That's why he missed the kick by twenty five yards to the left. Fair enough. <laughs> Fuck it. With that being said, let's just wrap it up here. Well, thank you for listening, guys, and uh, hopefully you guys won your week one. No one likes to start the year zero and one, but shit happens. Oh, and remember, always remember this: whoever gets dropped in your leagues, look who they drop for these waiver claims. Because sometimes. You never know. They might have dropped Des Bryant when he was still the number one wide receiver in Dallas. 
So shit happens and there could be some gold out there. So uh, again, thank you so much for listening. Check out, check us out next episode. We're going to talk about your matchups and all that other fun stuff. And uh, yeah, thank you so much for listening. Catch us on social media at filthy F ball show on Twitter. Uh, Rome's is at big Rome FF uh, and fish at F football fish on Twitter. Uh, Instagram at filthy fantasy football show. Send in your emails at filthy fantasy football show at gmail.com. And again, thank you. Love you. King Josh, Josh, the King. Big Rome. Fantasy Fish. Have a good one.